want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels, juicy sexual vitality, and have great success manifesting abundance in your life. Welcome to the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast, where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life. All right. Welcome, everybody. Happy Thursday. Or Thursday. Happy Friday. Um, It's been one of those weeks. I'm just getting over getting sick, so my voice might be a little weird today. Been super sick all week. Uh, Feeling better today, though. Energy levels are back. I was down for a few days there, but, you know, I guess I need a little bit of a rest there, so... Got some great things to talk about. Um, first of all, I'm having a little weekend sale, and I've got a few products that are going to be pretty significantly discounted. One is my new male sexual mastery course. You get $100 off this. Uh, the other one is my masterclass bundle. You can get all four of my masterclasses for like over 50% off. And then also uh, my Yoni massage course. Uh, find the find the link to those in my Instagram bio, and I'm going to post it here on YouTube as well. Uh, Mariah, would you put it in the chat and the description as well? It'll be up there for you guys on YouTube here very shortly. But again, huge discounts on those uh, those trainings you have until uh, Monday. Training ends Monday evening, so good time to connect with your sexual energy and uh, master your sexual energy, of course. Okay, guys, so I'm going to talk about evolved sex today. <clears throat> What do I mean by this? You know, we could use the word conscious sex or tantric sex, but basically this is a huge part of my work is helping people turn their sexual energy from something that's very impulsive, unconscious, and just kind of this force that's driving them around in life to sometimes make poor decisions and deplete their energy to transform it from that into being what I think it's truly meant to be, which is a force of creativity, of healing, of accelerated growth, abundance. <clears throat> this is what our, our sex drive is meant to be, I believe, is a very positive force, but it's been a bit you know, distorted uh, for a lot of us growing up in this world through porn conditioning. And you know, most of us learned about sex through porn. And we try to simply reenact the things that we saw in porn. And it, it becomes about, sex becomes about just kind of reaching gratification for yourself, especially for men, just like, okay, I just need to get off. just need to get to this ejaculatory orgasm. Uh, and most men rush right through sex just to experience that five second ejaculatory orgasm. And then it's over. They have to recover and they feel exhausted afterwards. And so through sex, we learn just to gratify ourselves often and, and often at the expense of our partner as well. So, um, as, as a man growing up in this world, you know, I, I learned a lot of Addictive and impulsive sexual habits, I will say. You know, um, again, this this getting focused on just getting off as much as you can <clears throat> without getting into the deeper depths of like sex and orgasm and what's really possible with this. And so, and, and also a lot of men get really focused on this like performing during sex or like... Uh, you know, rather than actually connecting with their partner, rather than actually connecting with themselves, it becomes about putting on this performance and just trying to rush into this ejaculatory, ejaculatory orgasm. And they actually miss out on a lot of what could actually be happening during sex. <clears throat> and so, you know, I think some of the results of this, this kind of lack of awareness around sexuality and this poor conditioning, porn conditioning has led to men experiencing premature ejaculation, 
uh, erectile dysfunction, sexual depletion. You know, this, men are getting sexually depleted at younger and younger ages. Sexual dysfunctions are more and more common. Men in their 20s experiencing erectile dysfunction because their brain's overloaded by watching porn. The dopamine receptors are burned out. Um, just overall boredom, you know, with sex, like it often becomes this fleeting experience that you can never really get enough of rather than something that truly fulfills you. And I believe that sex was meant to be a full body, we could say full chakra, full energy center experience. Uh, whereas now for most people, it's just completely limited to the genitals and the lower body. And that's fine if you enjoy that, you know what I mean? But I think a lot, you know, if you're listening to me right now, you probably hope or know or feel that there's something more to sex. There's something, there's, there's something more than just for men, the, the five second spasming sticky sneeze. Uh, there's, there's much more than that. <clears throat> and so this excessive experience of the lower energy center experience of sex for men, uh, this, it, it, it's the quality of lust, the quality of lust alone. And I'm saying, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with lust, but when that's your only experience of sex, it leads to ultimately a disconnection and depletion in your sexual experiences because sex is always this fleeting, unfulfilling experience. Because I think all of us sense on some level that there's, there's meant to be this deeper connection through sex. And that's something that is one of the potentials of sex is this deep transcendent experience where you literally merge with your partner. I think this is one of the functions of sex um, for humans. I don't believe it's just procreation. You know, otherwise we wouldn't, we would be like most animals where there's a specific season that we mate and the rest of the time we're just not interested. Humans have 24 seven sex drive, you know, and why is this? I think that there's really something higher to this, <clears throat> this sexual energy. Part of this is, um, healing. I believe sex is this internal technology that we can use to heal ourselves, to awaken our creative energy, create abundance in our lives. And you, we open a portal when we have sex with someone, because what this is, it's a yin yang pulsation. There's always this yin yang uh, dynamic in any relationship. It doesn't matter if it's same sex, you know, whatever, there's always this yin yang attracting factor. And so I think one of the reasons why we all crave sex so much is because there's this, uh, there's this dissolving of polarity. You know, we're in these polar, these polarized bodies, these male and female bodies, and we often feel inherently incomplete because of that. And I think that leads to a lot of traumas in our psyche and our, again, just this underlying feeling of incompletion within these polarized sexed bodies. And so when we have sex with someone, it dissolves this feeling. We, we, we merge with that person. Our energy fields literally merge together. And we have this experience of, of oneness, of connection with the universe, of God, whatever. Uh, and it's incredible, right? We've all experienced that, I'm sure. And so we, we transcend the polarity and get into this, this cultivation of pure neutral force. The Taoists call this Yuan Chi. And so <clears throat> by practicing sexual Kung Fu, you know, this, this more conscious approach to sexuality. It's about, um, engaging you, because here's the thing is a lot of like the spiritual paths, uh, have the suppression around sexuality. Like they say, it's wrong. It's dirty. Don't do it. Don't think about it. Sit in a cave. Don't even think about having sex. Right. And good luck with that living in this world. Um, and it's, it's also to me, it's, it's this bypass. It's a, oh, it's an excessive focus on just the higher energy centers of the body. 
when you activate all these energy centers, balance them together, I think that's where the real magic happens. And this is what sexual Kung Fu is all about, is integrating this sexual energy with your whole body, mind, and spirit, your whole system, right? And a big part of this for men especially is learning to reconnect the genitals to the heart, to the crown, to the, you know, to your brain, to your whole system. Because most men have this disconnect from the lower center to the higher centers. There's no real communication happening. It's a one-way path, basically. It's, it's okay. The only way most men's sexual energy can flow is outwards. It's out their genitals, outwards through excessive fantasy, outwards through regulation. They only send out and lose their sexual energy. <clears throat> so a big part of this work for men is reopening this pathway, which is already there, for the sexual energy to connect with the heart center, connecting with your love, your feeling of connection, your creative fire, and connecting with your crown, you know, your, your universal connection, your psychic abilities. Um, and this sexual energy, it now becomes more integrated into your system. Sexual energy acts like an amplifier. It amplifies the processes of your body and mind. It harmonizes the functions of the endocrine glands. When you have healthy levels of sexual energy, when you're practicing these exercises, circulating the sexual energy through your body, everything just functions better. You know, I found that I got much more healthy, much more energetic, much more clarity of mind, and just overall this feeling of balance and, and spiritual connection in my life when I started practicing sexual kung fu. <clears throat> And this, again, this, 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 so for men, it's about rewiring instead of this outward, I'm ejaculating all my energy out, rewiring your system so that you're able to bring the sexual energy inwards, upwards, hold it, practice semen retention, build up this energy and circulate it internally. Still being able to have all the sex you want, non-ejaculatory orgasms, but now you're capturing that charge and it's charging you up. And this completely changes the dynamic of sex. And I think it really helps kind of even this gap sexually between men and women where women are often unsatisfied with a man because most men just don't last very long before ejaculating uh, because they're programmed to through porn and through poor masturbation habits. And so by practicing this, by reintegrating the sexual energy to the rest of your system, learning to circulate it through the microcosmic orbit, through other channels as well, through all the organs, the glands, uh, men become multi-orgasmic. And so sex no longer becomes just about getting off. When you release this addiction to ejaculatory orgasm, it completely changes the dynamic. Sex, again, is no longer just about getting off. It's about connecting with yourself, connecting with your partner, opening the heart, feeling, uh, generating tremendous amounts of love, pleasure, healing energy. So instead of this like, you know, we kind of have the stereotype of the man just kind of thrusting away to release his stress into his partner, rolling over, falling asleep. That's a very unhealthy pattern. Uh, instead, it becomes about both partners building up this, this charge of arousal and pleasure, exchanging it between them, going riding through higher and higher levels of, of orgasm, universal connection to where your, your whole body, your whole mind is buzzing with orgasm. It's a whole different experience than, you know, sitting in a chair, jerking off to Pornhub. It's, it's a whole different opposite end of the spectrum. And when you start to experience sex in this way, it opens up a powerful connection to healing, to remembering who you truly are and living in your life's purpose. 
to uh, having massive creativity, generating abundance in your life. You get more on this path of, of feeling good in a holistic way, remembering who you are, not being just distracted by, you know, uh, the mundane things of life, but truly reconnecting to that deep spark of life within your soul. And so, um, again, this is, this is my experience and my kind of perspective of what it is to step into a more evolved, a more conscious experience of sexuality. It's, it's life-changing. It's very powerful. It's filled with much more pleasure, much more happiness, joy, health, energy, creativity, spiritual, uh, accelerated growth, you know, all these things. It's, it's phenomenal. So on a practical level, how do we do this? What are the, the main things to focus on? Uh, <clears throat> for men, the most important thing is overcoming this addiction to ejaculatory orgasm, definitely overcoming porn addiction. Stop, you know, watching porn and having this overly lustful, impulsive experience of sex, learning to connect the sexual energy to the heart, learning to circulate the sexual energy through the body. That's what the sexual Kung Fu training is all about. And becoming multi-orgasmic so that sex is no longer kind of determined by when the man ejaculates. When you're not ejaculating, it goes as long as you want. And you, you're, there's more of a focus on you and your partner exchanging this energy together, generating powerful levels of cosmic orgasm. And it's, it's really quite amazing. And for women, the work I would say is around uh, being able to op- you, being able to really surrender into that receptivity, into that 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 uh, yin feminine openness to receive, and getting into the body out of the head, uh, reactivating the womb space for women because there's all these uh, sacred hot these hot spots these zones these energetic areas inside the yoni that are often closed down for women either through trauma through difficult experiences, you know difficult sexual experiences, or is just kind of a collective pattern, the suppression of, of feminine sexual energy. Uh, women, by using internal massage and meditative practices, can reactivate the G-spot, you know, the A-spot, the cervix, to ha- experience these more internal uh, orgasms. Because for women, there's often tendency to be more focused on clitoral orgasm, which is fine. That's great. But the internal orgasms around the G-spot and the internal yoni stimulation creates a more powerful internal, more satisfying and opening experience of orgasm. So those are, those are the, the things for women, men and women to focus on. Men, learn to circulate your sexual energy. Learn to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. Learn to redirect that orgasm upwards in the body instead of shooting it out. And uh, again, guys, I'm offering a weekend sale, sexy weekend sale, I'm calling it, through the weekend till uh, Monday night. You can get my my new male sexual mastery course for $100 off. This is a complete guide to learning to become multi-orgasmic as a man, overcome premature ejaculation, last longer in bed. It's a really nice, concise course for more, more of the like people who are just getting into this work, but even more advanced guys will get a lot from it. So so that that's on there. Um, my masterclass bundle is on there. There's a Yoni massage course, which is part of the masterclass bundle as well, but you can get it on its own. Those are all on huge sale right now. So find more information about that through the link in my Instagram bio. And it's it's here in the YouTube chat as well. I think it should be in the description as well when you watch this later. So again, next 36 hours to begin your, or, or go further on your journey of sexual awakening. Okay, guys, thanks for joining. I'm going to answer some questions now for free to type up your questions in the chat box.
Okay, Akshat, what's up? Says, I messed myself up really bad because of porn. I'm having, experiencing all those bad symptoms because of porn. Yeah, you know, most of us did. I certainly did. I think, I think the majority of men have a lot of negative sexual programming from porn. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but the good news is that we can transform it. We can transform our experience of sex. We can transform our relationship to our bodies, our relationship to our sexuality and our sexual energy. This is what sexual Kung Fu is all about. It just takes training. It takes, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes, you know, commitment and, and uh, discipline. <clears throat> but any man can do this. <clears throat> All the stars 22 says, would your course only be effective with a partner? No, it is actually, I think the best time to learn this stuff is when you're single or when you don't have a partner. Uh, because I think that when you're already in a sexual relationship, there's often already a certain dynamic and you're used to like interacting with your partner in a certain way. It can actually be more difficult. Not to say it's, it's, you know, it's going to be impossible to do, but it can be more difficult when you're in a relationship because there's already kind of like this certain pathway built into how you relate with your partner. And it can be easier to slip into old habits when you're on your own. It's actually the best time. The majority, I had the, the greatest um, progress in my sexual Kung Fu training when I was single for a long period of time because <clears throat> I didn't have any other distractions. You know, it was just me learning to understand this energy, how it works in my body. And I always encourage men to practice this alone, you know, with self-stimulation, learning to become multi-orgasmic on your own, uh, because it's, it's a good way of, first of all, just getting familiar with your body, developing the self-love and respect for your own body. A lot of men have so much shame, uh, around sexuality, around masturbation, around their own body. And so this really heals that. And it makes you much more confident sharing your body with somewhere, someone else, plus learning to become, learning to control ejaculation and become multi-orgasmic is it's a lot easier to learn that through uh, training on your own, through self-stimulation. So it's really the best time to do this work, I would say. Goddess of Energy says, pleasures are birthright. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, the interesting thing is like most people's experience of sex in the, like the kind of poor and conditioned, excessively impulsive version of sex, there's actually less pleasure in that because I mean, when you're sitting watching porn, you're not really in your body. You're projecting out the screen. You're sending your energy outside of yourself. When you're having sex very impulsively, you're disconnected from your partner. You're disconnected from your own body often. And, you know, learning these practices, one of the biggest benefits for me was, you know, a hundred times more pleasure in sex or self-stimulation, whatever, a, a more satisfying, fulfilling experience of orgasm. <clears throat> Eduardo says, thank you for your guidance. I quit porn a month free. Awesome. That's great. Evan, Evan, okay. How do I introduce this to my husband? He needs this. <laughs> a lot of men do, right? So yeah, if you're watching this and you're like, I wish my partner was doing this stuff. You know, it's, you can certainly introduce it to them. I think just kind of going about that in a graceful manner saying, Hey, I've, I've, I've learned, I've heard about this practice that I think would bring a lot more pleasure, excitement, and connection to our sex life and our, and our relationship in general, you know, that may be a good way to frame it and share some of my videos with him or, you know, some books on the, on the subjects, whatever. Some people will be open to it. Some people won't, you know, it, it is what it is. 
Scott and Burke says, do you have sexual relations every day? Uh, it varies. Sometimes I do every day, you know, uh, sometimes it's a few times a week. It really depends. Um, I would say though, you know, it's become much more about quality over quantity, like quality of the connection, the depth of, of the experience rather than just like, all right, let's just take two minutes and hammer one out and get it off real quick. So I can go to sleep, you know, uh, much more about quality over quantity when it comes to sex and sexual relations. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes every day, sometimes it's not it just depends how busy I am. What else is going on in my life for me and my partner? <clears throat> Dylan Caronia says opinion on sex only in marriage. Uh, you know, I didn't follow this personally <laughs> and, uh, and it's kind of like, uh, I think you should be able to try before you buy type of thing, right? Like what if you marry someone you're like, Oh, we actually have a horrible sexual chemistry or like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, obviously whatever, whatever, uh, whatever works for you, whatever brings you the most harmony, balance, fulfillment in your life. If that is waiting to marry someone before having sex with them, that's perfect. But you know, some people will choose to never get married and have equally, you know, depth or deeper relationships. So it's whatever, you know, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna go to hell if you don't marry them first. I don't, you know, I don't follow that. <clears throat> okay. Jero and Mearing, sorry if I'm saying that wrong, says I can't join. Okay, I have a few questions. Can premature ejaculation be mental? If I'm alone, I don't ejaculate quickly, but when I'm with a woman, I last 20 seconds. So there there's many factors to premature ejaculation for men. Mental factors can be a huge thing. Um, I think just like the psychological pressure to perform, worrying about premature ejaculation, worrying about ejaculating too quick, it puts you in a state of stress and tension, puts you in fight or flight, and that is a pathway towards ejaculation. So that can definitely be a part of it. And another thing is that during sex, you know, there's uh, there's just more stimulation. It's, it's more exciting when you're with the partner. This is why I say it's good to like train on your own because it's, it's a little easier to get a grip on it in the, in the beginning stages. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's a lot more excitement and stimulation with a partner, but again, any man can train to overcome premature ejaculation. I've talked about this in a lot of the videos, but you know, the biggest things are pelvic floor relaxation, which really connects to like your nervous system. One of the biggest things is the nervous system, actually being able to stay in a calm parasympathetic state. Uh, so getting in your head, worrying about it, getting tensed up, that's going to, you know, contribute to premature ejaculation, but being relaxed, loosened up, nice and calm, confident, grounded feeling. Uh, you're, you're, it's going to be beneficial for lasting longer during sex. So training is a huge part of this. And so, yeah, the second question is, how do you overcome it? Um, I think the more you practice the sexual Kung Fu exercises on your own uh, and then go into sex with the confidence and like the, you know, learning to relax your mind, keep your breath deep, keep your body relaxed, keep the energy flowing during sex. That's kind of the next training stage, right? And uh, so, of course, you know, my, pre my uh, ejaculation control course, which is free, is a good starting point for all this. You know, you may want to check out some of my other trainings and courses to go more into depth in the techniques of ejaculation control. Um, but yeah, training. The biggest thing is is 
overcoming pelvic floor tension patterns, keeping your nervous system balanced and relaxed. That's why I think doing Qigong every day is essential for men in the sexual Kung Fu practices because it keeps your energy channels open, keeps you calm and grounded, and you'll be able to hold and contain arousal a lot better. Joel Crancy says, sounds all, sounds all good, but in practical terms, how to practice it. So yeah, a lot of the, the things I was talking about earlier, it's a more evolved experience of sex. And this is, you know, um, I have a whole system of training in this, right, from start to finish. So a good starting point is, again, my premature ejaculation, or sorry, my ejaculation control guide, which is free. It's, it's in my, you know, the links are all over my stuff uh, in my YouTube, my Instagram bio. Um, <clears throat> I have a ton of resources on YouTube. Uh, on non-ejaculatory orgasms, overcoming premature ejaculation. And then there's my courses, which are kind of the most obviously concise and direct approach to training in this. Okay. Liam Jordan says, how often do you use a prostate massager or how often slash time spent? Uh, it really varies. I think prostate massage is a very important practice for men just for general health because most men end up with prostate issues. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed or, uh, feel weird about this part of my body. I don't think it makes me any less of a man. In fact, I think it makes you more of a man to be in touch with your male anatomy. So keeping your prostate healthy, that's part of your masculinity. So you can either be homophobic and weird about it, or you can embrace it, accept it, and own it, right? And that's what I choose to do. Uh, but having said that, it really varies. I try to do uh, some prostate massage once a week. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes it's more. It really depends. I have been doing some uh, um, practice with the, the Aneros tool, which is amazing for activating the prostate orgasm for men. I'm, my next master class is going to be on prostate orgasm, so I'll be sharing more about that soon. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I think I think at least once a week for men is a good. Uh, Frequency for prostate massage, especially if you're practicing semen retention. Try Eating Beef says, is the male sexual mastery course video guides or written materials? It is videos. It's all video trainings. Um, yeah, guided videos through the practices and everything. No nudity. <laughs> I just, you know, I, my, my style of teaching is I teach the practices. You don't need to see me doing them to learn it. A lot of it's, it's internal. It's, it's, it's directing the energy. <clears throat> okay. Another Shri is asking about premature ejaculation. Uh, again, take my free ejaculation control course. Um, search my YouTube channel, go sexual Kung Fu, premature ejaculation, tons of material I've made about premature ejaculation, but I will say the biggest causes of premature ejaculation for men are an imbalanced nervous system. You know, you're, you're in stress, fight or flight mode all the time. Uh, excessive pelvic floor tension, which relates to that. Basically, if you're squeezing your pelvic floor, like doing a Kegel throughout sexual stimulation, that's going to give you, that's going to cause quick ejaculation. And also just, um, you know, improper breathing. Um, yeah, that, I think that's, that's good to start with. It goes, it goes deeper than that, but. <clears throat> so basically re, uh, overcoming premature ejaculations about rewiring yourself to not have a stress response to sexual stimulation. 
to not have a tension kind of you know, fight or flight response to sexual stimulation, but, but to be able to relax and hold that and allow that, that uh, nervous system electricity to spread through your body rather than just become lodged in the pelvic floor around the prostate building up to a quick ejaculation. Try eating beef says, I recently discovered that I squeeze the muscle that stops urination constantly. I also cannot figure out how to squat, tense glutes, or lift heavy without tensing it. This is super common for men is uh, hypertension in the pelvic floor. It's extremely common. And again, it's one of the main causes of premature ejaculation and often does relate to also, you know, having a constant kind of stress response in the mind and body. Uh, look at, uh, look up on my YouTube channel, Sexual Kung Fu, um, pelvic floor, just search that. You'll find my, I have a video called top four exercises for the pelvic floor and <clears throat> some really great stretch routines that help you to overcome that constant squeezing the pelvic floor, which over, helps you overcome premature ejaculation. If you have it also practicing reverse Kegels is important. I have a, one of my master classes, which is part of the bundle. That's, you know, over 50% off right now, you know, link in my bio link in the description. Um, it's called awakening the sexual center. And it's a, it's a longer, more in-depth training uh, basically a daily routine you can use different like stretching type practices, some, some different exercises that helped me personally rehabilitate my pelvic floor out of complete hypertension to be more relaxed and loose. So that, that's a really great tool. If you have a lot of tension in your pelvic floor, which most men do. <clears throat> Okay. Grito, sorry if I'm saying that right, wrong, uh, says, Hey, Jonathan, any advice how to start sex? We tried tantric breathing, but no further advancement. It is an old relationship we're trying to revive. Many thanks to your insights of possible practice. Okay. So kind of re rekindling some fire, some, some excitement and passion in, in a relationship, you know, the longer term relationship, or maybe there's, there's not as much of a sexual charge anymore, which can happen over time, but I believe it can also always be cultivated. Right. So <clears throat> I'll share some suggestions. One of the number one things can be simply to spend some time apart, you know, go on a trip by yourself for a week. I mean, even two weeks or a month, you know, um, being apart from your partner, especially if you, if you guys spend a lot of time together, that can be a really quick way to just recharge some polarity. This is because often this connects to, you know, polarity is kind of not as strong as it used to be. All attraction is based on polarity, magnetism, you know, yin and yang, kind of this opposing energies. And what, what often happens is long-term relationships is there's kind of a familiarity and maybe, you know, yang becomes a bit more yin, yin becomes more yang, kind of, it kind of becomes less, basically becomes less polarized, more neutral. And that causes a lack of passion and excitement. So it, being aware of that, um, helps to, or you, you can become aware of that and just kind of look at what can I do to bring more polarity into this relationship? Do I need to be more in my masculine? Does my partner need to be more in their feminine or vice versa? Um, <clears throat> and as far as practices, I think eye gazing is a very powerful practice where you set a chair. If you want to sit in chairs or sit on the floor, you know, you sit a few part a few feet apart from each other and you look into your partner's left eye, they look into your left eye and 
You do nothing else. You simply gaze in your partner's eye. Do that for 10 to 20 minutes, even longer if you want. And eventually what happens is it starts to create this energy field that starts to dissolve all kinds of things. Um, and it often does create this, this charged energy between you and your partner. Try that. It, it can be very powerful. Also doing like some tantric massage or just massage in general. I, I, I posted a YouTube video, I think was it last week's, maybe a couple weeks ago, uh, is a guided partner massage video. That's a really great practice to, you know, uh, you and your partner can both use it on each other, practicing a little massage to help your partner get in their body, open things up. Um, yeah, hopefully those are some good suggestions. I also recommend checking out like David Data's work. He talks a lot about like the, the male, male masculine feminine dynamics and kind of keeping attraction and passion alive in relationships. I hope that's helpful. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Just getting over a little cold, as I mentioned before. <clears throat> Kay Leem says, should I do six healing sounds before I do Zhan Zhuang or the Dragon Orbit, or should I do it after? Okay, so kind of technical questions. These are some practices which I teach in my course. I would recommend... Um, doing the six healing sounds first because it will help you to kind of release some of the heat and, you know, pathogenic chi, which can go up in your head and you'll be a lot more in your body, a lot more clear and balanced and calm to do the Qigong practices. Um, yeah. So just kind of clear out the excess so that you're nice and ah, calm and grounded, just really in the zone in your Qigong. And you can also do them after, like do a quick round after to, to disperse any heat you may have built up in your practice. You can do both, but I would focus it a little more beginning personally. Okay. <clears throat> Liam Jordan says, thanks. Also, why do you think Kegels seem to get the most positive attention for men with premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction? I think because uh, it's, it's just, it's just been the go-to one guy, you know, just started talking about them decades, decades ago. And that was like it. Like, yep, this is the sexual exercise. You squeeze your pelvic floor. That's it. You know, not a very holistic way to go about working with the pelvic floor, in my opinion. When you really look at the anatomy of the pelvic floor, the intricacies of it, all the different muscle groups in it, how it relates to the surrounding muscle groups, you know, just doing Kegels for your pelvic floor. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it's just one of those things, you know, it's, it's outdated. It's, it's just what, you know, it's what they know. Unfortunately, Modern medicine isn't really about going to the root issues of things. It's about, you know, quick fixes for the symptoms of things at often long-term uh, detriment. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm doing my part. I'm doing what I can to spread some awareness on these things. <clears throat> thoughts on, okay, Coherence Compounds says, thoughts on circulating sexual energy via Andrew Huberman's physiological sigh, aka double inhale, exhale. I mean, uh, as far as like breath and there's so many different ways to circulate sexual energy. Ultimately, it's just your mind. You direct the mind to the area of your body, the energy moves there. That's kind of the higher level of practice. It's simple as that. All the breath and all these more physical things are, they're a bit more superficial. Um, whatever helps you, different things will help you. Maybe it's, you know, really sniffing the energy up, two inhales and exhale. You know, it, these are more superficial physical things. And yes, they are helpful, especially in the beginning, you know, but eventually the more you open up your body, the more you open up your energy body, especially and get in touch with it, 
the less the breath, for example, the physical breath matters. It, it, it eventually has no relation to how your energy moves. You just move your energy without worrying about any of these things. So it's like, you know, basically whatever works for you, that's great. There's no one way to do everything. You know, it's, it's think of it as like speaking a language, working with energy. There's tons of different languages. There's a lot of different sentences you can put together. You know, it's, it's about the communication in the end and the message you're trying to, 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 to share, right? <clears throat> Okay, Rashid says, masturbate with porn or without? I would recommend no porn, just in general. It's, you know, uh, it's it's creating a natural stimulation, overloading your dopamine receptors. Just nothing good comes from it, in my opinion. <clears throat> 7 7 Studios says, could you answer my question too? I think you skipped it. Um, it may have gotten taken down. Uh, try tapping it again. Sometimes YouTube, like certain words trigger YouTube to like take off people's questions. So if I'm not answering your question, it's probably like removed. My apologies there. Mr. Julian says, it's easy to surround yourself with elements like wood or water. How can I surround myself with the metal element? <clears throat> Maybe with instruments like kalimba or singing bowls. Yeah, I mean, metal objects. Uh, also like minerals, certain stones, gems that have metallic qualities to them. Also wearing, you know, metallic jewelry, uh, precious metals and things like that. Keep those around your house. Keep some silver, some gold if you can. Good for the metal element. Put it in the, the, uh, the west side of the room. Kayleem says, when I'm doing Zhang Zhuang, I don't feel the same pull from the earth like I used to. What should I do? Um, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that as far as like, you know, because it's kind of the more you release, relax, and sink your chi, the more you'll get that whoop, that pung where you, 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 you feel your root down and that earth chi fills you up. Um, but, you know, when you're feeling stuck in any part of practice, any practice, it's the, the thing to do is go back to the foundations. What's the foundations? You know, Zhang um, Zhuang, make sure your alignments are all right. You know, something I do a lot in my practice is go like step by step through the different energy gates of the body, starting at the crown of the head, just totally releasing, dissolving between the eyes, releasing, dissolving. Feel that relaxation spread around the eyes, the temples, the jaw, the back of the head, just this wave of relaxation. I mean, I'll spend like almost five minutes just in my head dissolving sometimes doing Zhang Zhuang. I've been doing like 45 minutes recently, some each one, you know, Zhang Zhuang practice and just going deep, right? After 45 minutes, you're, you're like a statue sunken into the earth, you know, going to the shoulders, just so kind of step-by-step step, you can look up. There's a really good book on this. Uh, what is it? Bruce Francis opening the energy gates of your body. He talks about the inner dissolving process where you go from like, you know, basically shows all these different points. So basically you put your mind on an acupoint and you can dissolve it just by holding the mind there and just thinking like relaxing, releasing all this tissue and just like, whoom, it opens up, it activates that acupoint. You move to the next one, go through your whole body like this. Also having someone push on you can really help you develop that rooting. <clears throat> this is what we do in Tai Chi a lot. You know, hold, so hold, you know, your embrace the tree or whatever and have someone push on your arms and feel that force redirected to your Dantian, 
feel it there and then see if you can feel it in your feet into the earth. Um, but yeah, another, so some other things in Jan Zhuang, the, the most common things to like sinking the chi, um, shoulder blades, think of them relaxing, sinking down the back, just like, ah, oh, just melting, just home. But also you want to stay connected up too. So it's like, there's a string attached to the crown of your head and it's just kind of home, pulling you up. And the waist, the waist is a big thing here. Think of sitting on a, like a high chair, like you're, you're sat. Cause when you get it right in Zhan Zhuang, it feels like your hips are floating. There's like this floatiness. You know, one teacher talks about is like, if you go in a pool of water and you stand, there's this feeling of like buoyancy. That's how you want to feel when you're standing. Right. So it's not just, it's not a, it's definitely not a collapse. It's a, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. Like how I'm feeling in Zhan Zhuang now is <clears throat> really getting that heaven energy too. So it's like, yeah, it's a release down and I feel my root drop into the earth, but it's also this lightness, this buoyancy, this whoop. It's, it's an interesting thing. So I know I kind of rambled on that, but hopefully that's helpful. And what I recommend to do with Qigong is I love to read books about the stuff. You know, I've got, here, I'll, I'll show you one back here. I've been going deep into this stuff, Yichuan, which is kind of the origins of, uh, well, not the origins actually, but it involves a ton of Zhanzhuang training. Just reading about the stuff, you know, because often, like with anything, we start doing it over and over. And then sometimes you get lazy with things. You don't realize that you're, you know, doing the slightly things, little things wrong. So I like to like kind of refamiliar myself with everything, read the material about it, go back through the trainings, review, 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 go back through the basics, you know, and, uh, you know, get inspired. Hopefully that's helpful. Okay. Uh, here's a question. Your take on supplements that increase penis size, health risks. I think most of these are bullshit. It's a huge marketing thing for sure. Like what man doesn't want to just take a pill and know oh, my penis grew 12 inches from this one pill. Most of them are bullshit. Um, usually they're ingredients that yeah are known for like being testosterone boosters or sexual enhancements. A lot of them have garbage quality herbs. Like most of them are bullshit. I will say that. Are they dangerous? I, I don't know if they're really dangerous, but um, I don't think they're legit. I will say that. Maybe I'm wrong. If someone has gained like a, a, a relevant amount of size to their penis from taking a pill, I would love to hear about it. But I've, you know, I, I, I don't know. Okay, Warren says, does this help with gay partners? Definitely. Everything I'm talking about uh, relates to men straight, gay, whatever. I've had lots of gay men go through my programs and they love it. Uh, cause it's, it's, it, it's, it's exactly the same. What, what, I, what I've kind of been talking about here, like, yeah, I know I, I frame things kind of in the ton, in the context of heterosexual relationships, but it's the same thing in, in, in a gay relationship. Every relationship has a yin and yang dynamic. There's always someone who's a bit more receptive and someone who's a bit more outward, uh, maybe we could say aggressive or, or dominant, right? There's always a yin yang aspect in relationships. So it's, it's the same thing. All the techniques are exactly the same. Demon Daddy Vibe says, about to start three months of NoFap. Any unique pointers or tips I might not have heard that would be good to know, maybe along the lines of transmutation, moving the energy so it doesn't build up and bust essentially. Yeah, here's the whole thing. If you're going to do semen retention, you have to have something to do with the energy. Most guys do it and they're just like, yeah, I'm just not going to ejaculate. 
and there's nowhere the energy just sits in their balls and just makes them hornier and hornier and more like kind of stuck in this center of expression in their body just lust and and you know materialism and ego <clears throat> so it's essentially you keep the energy moving this is what sexual kung fu is all about it's not like uh, um anyways and the way to do this qigong i think is essential uh, but spe specifically a practice called i call it orgasmic breathing it's kind of traditionally known as testicle breathing go on my youtube channel look up sexual kung fu testicle breathing you want to do this exercise every day this will keep the energy moving so meditation qigong these uh the the circulation of sexual energy this is how you transmit your energy going to the gym exercising this is great but it's not going to directly work with the sexual energy you need energetic skill to really do this stuff it's alchemy Okay, Cicero Mark says, I love porn. That being said, how does one stop? I find it turns me on for my partner. Well, this is a common thing of like, well, the, I think this is a the kind of a theme in a lot of areas of our life where we we need overstimulation to feel something because we're overstimulated. Wow, my lighting just got a lot better on my camera. Okay, um, <laughs> where was I going with that? Yeah, so porn especially we require overstimulation just to feel something from sex and, and arousal and everything and this, this kind of shows you that there's this underlying imbalance there right so because when we become more disconnected from our bodies we need this more mental visual stimulation to you know kick in extra dopamine because we're a little bit burned out so it's kind of a rebalancing here right um and this really relates to what's known as porn induced erectile dysfunction where like 20 year old guys are having erectile dysfunction, not because they actually have physically anything wrong with them, but because their, their brain chemistry, their arousal chemistry is so messed up from watching porn. So when you cut out porn, yeah, there's kind of a readjustment period. You'll, you'll feel a bit low for maybe a few months, few weeks can be months. But once you get back to a baseline where you're no longer having that external excessive dopamine stimulation, you'll find that, uh, you feel much more aroused by just, you know, real life being with your partner. You're much more connected with your body. Ultimately, you feel much better pleasure and more fulfillment through sex. That's been my experience anyway. And yeah. And then how does one stop porn? Well, first thing is you make a decision to stop and you stop. That's that's really what it comes down to is, is discipline and willpower. But I know it's difficult for a lot of people. <clears throat> What's helpful is to have something to replace it with, right? In fact, I think it's essential because if you just cut out your porn habit, there's an empty space. You're like, well, what do I do with that time now? Ah, I guess I'll watch porn. So have something that makes you feel good holistically, right? Replace it with, I think it's great to replace it with the sexual Kung Fu practices, Qigong, meditation, conscious sexual uh, stimulation. In fact, I think that's one of the big things for me getting away from porn was learning to have this what I've been talking about, this evolved experience of sex and, and sexuality, even just with myself, I got much more fulfillment learning to have this orgasmic experiences, drawing the energy through my body, feeling what's happening, breathing deeply, just feeling my body. And then after that, watching porn just felt 
shitty. It was like, this is very disconnected and it's all up in my head. And, you know, that's, that's what did it for me is just experiencing something better, which is sexual Kung Fu, Qigong, meditation, going to the gym, whatever, something that gets you a natural high. And it's holistic, you know, I'm not saying you should smoke weed instead, but you know what I mean? Like moving your body. <clears throat> Jack Erickson says, Hey, Jonathan, I got a, I got a very, I have a very relaxed pelvic floor due to stretching, but now my blood flow down there isn't as strong. Any suggestions? So what I sense this is, I could be wrong, is that um, basically you started doing the pelvic floor work and your pelvic floor is much more relaxed. You're able to keep it relaxed, but the erections aren't as strong. I experienced this because there's a bit of a readjustment period where, <clears throat> If you've been relying on Kegels to hold an erection, an erection, a lot of people, a lot of men do this. They're squeezing their pelvic floor just to maintain an erection because their pelvic floor is distorted. There's not proper blood flow. They have weak erections, so they need to squeeze to like pump and hold blood in there. That is not how the erectile response was meant to be. So when you're transitioning out of that, there's a bit of a readjustment where the body comes back to like having a healthy erection which is a product of blood flowing constantly into the penis and out of the penis, into the penis and out of the penis. Doing a Kegel disrupts that. It just, it pushes some blood in. So initially inflates, but overall it's not good in the long run. It gets worse and worse over time usually. So understand, yeah, there's a bit of an adjustment period, how long it will last. I don't know, but for me, I'm trying to remember how long it lasted for me. I don't exactly remember, but um, I don't think it was too long, you know, maybe a few weeks, maybe a month. But once I got through it, my erections were much better to where I was just completely relaxed, no squeezing the pelvic floor, and I was having very potent erections. So hopefully, I, I think that's what you were kind of talking about. So just keep going, you know, hope it's helpful. Looking at your hormones and everything as well, make sure everything's balanced. <clears throat> George, or is it Jorge, says, would you recommend practicing solo cultivation with porn? No, I do not. It disconnects you from your body. You will have a difficult time working with your energy. All of your energy is going up in your head. It's overstimulating. It's not a replacement for real life sexual uh, dynamics. It's not. I tried doing that in the beginning. Just, it doesn't work. Antonio says, well, how about yoga? Does it help to control ejaculation? Yoga is definitely very beneficial. Um, as you know, it really opens up the body, can really help open up the pelvic floor as well. Um, so it, it's definitely supportive. I will say, will yoga alone do it for most men? Probably not, but it's, it's definitely more, more likely than not to help with it. I would say, you know, I do yoga every day. I have for you know, 10 years. Kaleem says, Qigong and Tai Chi doesn't feel as strong as you. Okay, so he also asked the question about Zhang Zhuang. Basically, your Qigong practice, Tai Chi isn't feeling as strong as it used to. Again, going back to foundations, uh, doing Don Tian work. Um, I, I teach a lot of this stuff in Immortal Energy Arts, which is another one of my you know online programs. Uh, this is more just pure energy cultivation, but I really go into depth in like the, the things that really, really light you up energetically. So, you know, but relaxation, mind and the body, building the Dantian, <clears throat> connecting the Dantian to the hands. Um, also, 
practice, try my bone breathing practice. I have a video of this on YouTube. It's like a sexual Kung Fu bone breathing. This practice packs chi into your arms and legs, and it really increases the, the chi experience as well. Also my walking Qigong practice, I think it's on YouTube. It's called grounding Qigong that packs your legs. Well, actually your whole body, because your legs are really what draws the chi into your body. The more you can light up your legs, energetically activate them, the more chi will pump into your body. A lot of people don't think about the legs in Qigong. They're just like, oh, I'm just flopping my arms around, do, 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 do. But the chi is coming up through the legs. And the more you light your legs up, boom, it amps up the whole system. You know, this is what the Tai Chi classics talk about. <clears throat> okay. Gage Jackson says thoughts on the effect of eating food and being able to circulate energy. Um, okay. Okay. So, so I think you're asking like maybe kind of along the lines of like, if I just ate a bunch of food, will I be able to do energy cultivation practices, or if I'm eating food in general, do I have to be a breatharian? That's kind of the extreme spectrum of things. And uh, maybe like, how does the food you eat affect your ability to work with energy? So yeah, there's uh, basically you don't want to do practices right after a huge meal. You want to take some time to digest. I'd, I'd say at least 30 minutes after meals, do your energy cultivation. Me in the morning, uh, I get up and I don't do, um, sorry, I don't eat. And uh, well, I do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat till like almost noon anyways, but definitely for many years, I don't eat until after my morning Qigong practice, meditation practice. <clears throat> so yeah, don't, don't practice right after a heavy meal. Don't have sex right after a heavy meal if you can help it. And, and definitely like the foods you're eating will affect your ability to They'll affect your chi for sure, but like, especially like your mental clarity and things like if you're eating a lot of processed foods and just kind of garbage foods, um, it's your practice is going to struggle, you know, lots of refined sugars and things like that. So eat clean, eat healthy. Um, yeah. And don't practice right after a huge meal. It's pretty basics. You don't have to be a breatharian or anything. <laughs> <clears throat> Seven Seven Studios says, I think my question got shadow banned again. Uh, there might be like, maybe there's like a certain word in there. If there's like a sexual word or something, try like putting spaces between the letters or something. You know, we have to pull these shenanigans on YouTube to avoid censorship sometimes. So yeah, I, I haven't seen your question. <clears throat> it's Sky. 777 says, any, any sexual tips for acne or skin improvement? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, okay, <laughs> you could place sexual fluids on your your uh, your face and stuff. One of my teachers says that semen's the best beauty aid for a woman, like, you know, a, a face mask or whatever. So I guess that's a sexual tip. Um, and also, you know, uh, avoiding excessive ejaculation as a man. You'll have healthier your skin, healthier hair, all these things. Um, but just in general, I think the biggest thing there is like healthy diet lifestyle, you know, don't eat garbage foods. Don't put toxic products on your body. Everything you put on your skin is going in your bloodstream. And a lot of, you know, the, uh, like the health and beauty department of stores, at least here in America is like, has the most toxic chemicals in it. You know, they put all kinds of garbage. So look at what you're putting on your body. Look at the ingredients, only put natural organic things on your body. 
<clears throat> Archie McKay, what's up, Archie? Uh, saying, hey, Jonathan, not sure if you answered my question, but I was wondering how long does it take to transition from quick arousal like porn to a more relaxed state with breath work and relaxation? So I think what you're asking is like, basically, um, transitioning from being like, very, like having this really sharp climb up on the arousal scale, like going quick to high levels of arousal and getting out of control versus like delayed, like delaying the, the climb up on the arousal scale. I think that's what you're asking. I could be, I could be wrong on that, but yeah, basically with breath work and relaxation, um, how long does it take to transition? Like, like how long in like the, the period of training will vary for some men, they'll be able to do it right away. For other men, it will take months, maybe longer. I think months though, if you're, uh, really training consistently with it. But yeah, the biggest thing there with like, just not getting overwhelmed to like instantly high levels of arousal is it's the deep breathing, not being so focused on like visual stimulation, feeling what's happening in your body, um, <clears throat> working with the orbit, you know, circulating that energy. Um, and it's good to practice by yourself. Re okay. So, so let me share a few things here. Deep, slow breathing, keeping the pelvic floor relaxed, even doing like reverse Kegels, like slightly pushing, like if you normally notice that you have this tendency of kind of contracting the pelvic floor in response to stimulation, practice stimulating yourself and pushing a reverse Kegel, maybe slightly, maybe, you know, varying levels of, of intensity. You'll have to experiment with that, but to avoid those contractions, you know, do a reverse Kegel as you, right before you stimulate kind of rhythmically to avoid those contractions in combination with deep breathing in combination with just being aware of everything that's happening with your body will really slow down the, the, climb on the arousal scale. Hopefully that is uh, in line with what you were asking. Brad says, how long do you think it takes to achieve non-ejaculatory orgasms? How often should I practice to achieve these results? Uh, for men, it will be, you know, there's no single timeline I can throw out because again, some men will experience it the first time. Some men it'll take months, maybe years, but it's it's about the journey. And the biggest barrier is, is really understanding orgasm as a whole, especially for men, we have this fixed idea of what an orgasm is for most men. It's like, okay, it's the, the five to 10 seconds of intensity spasming of the prostate. I feel during ejaculation. I was expecting that minus the, the fluid coming out as non-ejaculatory orgasm, but it's quite different. At least the methods I'm talking about, this valley of orgasm, this full body state of orgasm that can last for minutes. Um, and you know, I go into this into depth in my courses, but basically I encourage you to forget you've ever had an orgasm and just be aware of what you're feeling in your body. So instead of like trying to push yourself something or like trying to force something to happen, you just surrender what you're feeling. You breathe deeply. You allow that sensation to spread throughout your body and just notice how good does that feel while keeping your pelvic floor relaxed while not fantasizing towards, you know, excessive levels of arousal. You just kind of hover in this sweet zone of just feeling, just pure feeling, breathing deeply, making some moaning sounds, ah, just letting the energy move through your body. And that gets pretty orgasmic. No, it's not the ejaculatory orgasm, but it's a good start. And once you kind of, you know, understand that you can build that to more and more intense levels that, you know, far surpass the ejaculatory orgasm.
So it's more about the process than like, okay, if you do this and this, then boom, non-ejaculatory orgasm. It's, it's, it's a process of self-discovery. And my Instagram feed is about to drop off. Uh, I'll jump back on. Cuts me off. There we go. All right. Oh, well, I may be at the end of the questions anyway. <clears throat> Any last questions, guys? All right. Instagram, any other questions? All right, guys, I think we got all the questions. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Uh, again, I'm having my sexy holo sexy weekend sale for the next three days. And you can get my new male sexual mastery course, $100 off. Learn how to become multi-orgasmic man, have non-ejaculatory orgasms, overcome premature ejaculation. Um, my masterclass bundles, over 50% off. My Yoni massage course, check it out. Uh, three days, grab those deals. There's a link in my Instagram bio. There's a link on this YouTube video. Okay, John says, what's the difference between NoFap and semen retention? It it varies, depends on who you're asking. But my my I will say that how my approach varies from, from what like maybe a lot of people in NoFap are doing is that in NoFap, it's kind of like, okay, just don't ejaculate, don't masturbate, just don't do it. And that's it. It's like, that's the approach. <clears throat> Versus my approach in sexual kung fu is you know sexual activity whether by yourself with a partner is fine it's just learning to separate orgasm from ejaculation and the focal point is redirecting the energy in the body you can use self-stimulation to have non-ejaculatory orgasms and the focal point is keeping that energy moving transmuting it rather than just like okay i'm just not ejaculating that's it well what are you doing with that energy it's just staying in your balls right so you're engaging with that energy you're practicing this these exercises to circulate the sexual energy through your body and that's how you really get the benefits from it rather than just being eventually a horny, frustrated person who gives up eventually. <clears throat> Vianor PH says, I'm one week in, in on semen retention. What should I do next? Circulate that energy. I mean, just live your life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you want to be doing microcosmic orbit, moving the energy throughout your body. And then eventually the whole thing is making it a lifestyle, not like, okay, I'm at day 753. I must do this on this day. It, it The whole thing is when it's like this over obsessiveness of like, I'm going this long and this is how many days and I'm counting it and I'm telling everybody. I know it's like exciting. It's fun to, initially, but like eventually it just, it doesn't become enough for you to keep going. Right. Um, if it's kind of like this thing you're forcing yourself to do the whole thing with sexual Kung Fu is like, it's not really about semen retention. 
that's a that's kind of a, a part of it, but it's it's really almost a byproduct of like doing the practices, circulating sexual energy throughout your body, becoming a multi-orgasmic man, having non-ejaculatory orgasms. You start to realize, well, if I ejaculate, I or at least if I ejaculate frequently, I I don't feel great and I lose some some of these benefits that I'm having. So I'm just not going to do that. So rather than everything being about semen retention, must never ejaculate. It's more like, yeah, that's just kind of something I do because all these other things are in place, if that makes sense. All right, we got a few more questions here. I'm going to answer just a few more questions uh, and then jump off here. Ebu Cad book says, natural ways to beat quick ejaculation. Learn how to breathe properly. Keep your breathing slow and deep during sex. Ah, make some sound. Let it moan, baby. Ah, uh, keep your pelvic floor relaxed. Don't squeeze your pelvic floor. Do some reverse kegels, a slight pushing out during sex. Have sex on your feet. So be standing up on your feet, you know, with your partner on the side of the bed, or whatever, on the edge of the bed. And I think those, I think those are some good, some good basic tips. Seb Guerrero says, is it possible to use weed for self-cultivation? It's possible. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, of course it's possible. I, I, I definitely did it in my early days. But I found that overall it made me, it had a weird effect on my sexual energy. It, it made me feel more horny, but more aroused. But like often I found it more difficult to control ejaculation. And like sometimes it, it really like gave me uh, not as good erections and things like that. So I don't know, it, it was kind of all over the spectrum on the effects I had from it, which is one reason I don't really do it anymore. But yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Dallin Foskies, Foskies, Fosky says, do you have any upcoming, uh, any upcoming retreats or do you do in-person coaching? Uh, I'm going to be doing some retreats next year, 2023, uh, kind of, I think in January, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm just getting ready to take a break for, you know, December kind of drop off projects and just have some stillness, some nourishing within time. Uh, and then January, I'm going to really start busting some things out. But yeah, one of my big goals next year is to do several in-person retreats around the US, maybe even other countries. It's possible, but there'll definitely be some. I'm thinking probably like spring, like March or April, I'll have my first one. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of SKF events next year. I want to do way more in-person stuff because that's where it's really at. What's up, Alex from Greece? <clears throat> Huxley, Alex, Xavier, uh, the question is, will you stimulate, will you simulate an exercise for us to practice, to cultivate our sexual energy? All right. I'm gonna take my pants off. <laughs> Not just kidding guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So here's a very simple one for you as a, as a man, I mean, if you're a woman watching you can, you can use, you can substitute your ovaries for testicles, which I'll be talking about now. But so for men, breathe into your testicles. Imagine that you're, uh, you're breathing to the pores of your testicles. Like there's sponge absorbing fluid as you inhale, as you exhale, just concentrates. And now I feel like there's a tube connecting your testicles up the back of the body to the crown of the head. So now as you inhale, think of like sucking up liquid up that tube from your testicles, 
up to the crown, just using your awareness, just moving it like there was water moving up your back. You move your mind as you inhale up to the crown. Exhale, absorb the mind into the crown like liquid filling a sponge. Inhale, drawing up from the testicles, up to the crown. A couple more times. Exhale. Now when we exhale, down the front of the body. So inhale up to the crown. Exhale down the front of the body to the belly. All right. That will cultivate some sexual energy. So the first stage, you're just kind of breathing into the testicles, activating the sexual energy there. I mean, that's a great way just to build sexual energy, just that part of it. And then the next part, we circulate. We move the sexual energy from the genitals up to the crown, down the front of the body. Microcosmic orbit, baby. That'll keep your sexual energy moving. It'll connect it to the rest of your body, connects it to the glands, the organs, the energy centers. You know, it'll take a little bit of practice to really get it, but that's a very basic approach of... Uh, Sexual Kung Fu. <clears throat> Scott and Burke from upstate New York. What's up? Upstate New York's beautiful. Must be getting cold there right now. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the last question I'm going to answer today. Uh, James says, I find retaining so uncomfortable and tense. I've tried forever to manage this. How much daily micro, micro cowboy orbit, <laughs> micro cowboy orbit. I love it. I was probably a typo, but that's, that's great. That's, that's, I think I'm, I got to trademark that the micro cowboy orbit. There's a goddamn micro cowboy orbit because so much. Okay. How much <laughs> basically. Okay. Practicing routine retention, it's uncomfortable. There's pressure. You're like, ah. Um, microcosmic orbit is a really great foundation for this. But for some people in the early stages, it's kind of difficult to just do it as like just a mental exercise, which sometimes the microcosmic orbit is in the beginning. It's just you're kind of like, okay, I'm trying to make something happen with my mind, but maybe you're not actually connected with it in your body. That's why this kind of really stages and foundations of, of this work to really get to the highest levels, right? For some people just trying to go to microcosmic orbit, nothing will actually happen. This is why I teach a whole system of cultivation, breath work, Qigong exercises, yogic practices, meditation practices to really open up the body because yeah, the microcosmic orbit is one of the essential things, but there's, for again, for some people just, just doing that alone they'll have varying degrees of success with it. So like, um, this is why we start, you know, for example, in my multi-orgasm man course, there's two weeks just on like clearing. Well, there's actually, it was like six weeks of just preparing the body, opening up the channels, clearing blockages, really, really opening things up, grounding, opening up the leg channels, all that before the real sexual energy work, the, the more advanced sexual energy work. Right. So, you know, this is why sexual Kung Fu is, sexual kung fu kung fu skill training discipline there's a lot to it it's not it's not it's not an easy path you know what i mean kung fu is not easy um but yeah i encourage you to really develop a strong daily practice of qigong breath work meditation 
microcosmic orbit and orgasmic breathing is, is an essential part of that as well. Um, but yeah, the more, the more you can create space in your body and get good at circulating energy and moving it, the more effortless semen retention will become. And it's a process of really opening these channels more and more over time. You know, I, and I have, you know, tons of resources here on YouTube. I encourage you to take my, like my courses and trainings to go more in depth into the process of this as well. If you're really serious about it. Okay. I have to answer this question too. Uh, Sean wants my take on Kegels. <clears throat> I already touched on this a little bit earlier, but, uh, I think Kegels are bullshit <laughs> for the most part. I've made a video on this. You know, I think actually I encourage you to watch that video because I'll talk about it more in that video. But basically uh, this, this obsession with Kegels as like the, the, the be all for male sexual health, I think it's bullshit. I think they often cause more problems for men. They often make premature ejaculation work or make premature ejaculation worse. It often causes erection problems in the long run because the pelvic floor is a very complex group of muscles. There's 18 muscles in the pelvic floor. Doing Kegels only works a few of them. You, you get imbalances very quickly. It's like going to the gym, doing nothing but bicep curls. Yeah, your biceps are gonna be big, but everything else is gonna be a little fucked up in relation. That's what happens to people's pelvic floor is it gets distorted in its proper functioning because it's meant to work in relation to other things. The pelvic floor connects to the abs, connects to the thighs, the glutes. So to strengthen the pelvic floor, a better way is to do like squats, lunges, you know, just Kegels alone will usually cause imbalance for men. So I think that it's, uh, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a proponent of Kegels anymore. I completely stopped doing them like a year and a half ago and I've only had really good results. Reverse Kegels, pelvic floor stretches, all these things are much better way to go about, um, premature ejaculation and erection issues. Again, watch my Kegels or bullshit video on YouTube to learn more about my take on that. <clears throat> okay recommendation for premature ejaculation just search for my videos on premature ejaculation sexual kung fu i'm kind of coming to the end of this i've talked about it a lot already on this uh even just go back through this live and you know i've, I've talked about premature ejaculation several times okay spinning to life says is it True, the goal is to stop before you even get to the point of no return. Well, I would say the goal is to not have to stop at any point, but the, it's definitely about not go, not hitting the point of no return. There's often this misconception, this practice that like you you want to go right to the point of no return and like hit it and then like magically transform that genital orgasm into a full body orgasm, which which is possible. But basically, that approach leads to men having either either accidentally ejaculating. More, most commonly is having a retrograde ejaculation where you think you're not ejaculating, you're having a dry orgasm, but it's actually just going into your bladder, you're urinating it out. It's the same thing. Um, or you get this like weak genital peak orgasm. But the whole thing, I, I, I made a video on this, explaining this more of like, <clears throat> it's about going in a different direction than the point of no return. So instead of climbing up to an ejaculatory orgasm, you sustain at this point of relaxation and, and energies, you know, orgasmic circulation through the whole body. And you, you, you go on this other kind of scale rising to this valley orgasm, full body charged blast off <laughs> crown ejaculatory orgasm, I don't know what to call it, but it's, it's crazy, right? But yeah, the whole thing is, is keeping the energy circulated, keeping relaxed so that you aren't climbing endlessly towards the point of no return. You're bypassing entirely. You're going a different direction, basically. 
you know, I, I think that's enough for now. I talked about that more in my, my courses and things, but um, yes. The, the non-ejaculatory orgasm is not necessarily in correlation to the point of no return. You can be at 70% and hit full body orgasm. Okay, guys, thanks for joining. Good to see you guys. Um, thanks for hanging out. Always good to, to chill with you guys. I'm not sure how many lives I'm going to be doing in December. Like I said, it's going to be kind of a month of uh, taking a lot of time off. I'm doing a lot of just rest, stillness, embracing the yin of winter so I can really charge up my energy and, you know, go hard next year, baby. Um, but yes, again, three days left or three days for my weekend sale. Find what's on there, Instagram bio here on YouTube in the description. All right. Take care, guys. I'll see you next time. Have a happy holiday season. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.